listening to Mike and John Got It Going On, a Livingston County-based podcast that's based in, well, Livingston County. And now, Mike and John. This is where we're based, in the basement. Starts with base, and that's where we're based. Okay. Very good. And we're brought to you by Firehouse Doors. Mike and John Got It Going On are, and today we're talking bikes. Not motorcycles, bicycles. Yeah, charity bicycles. Yes, we'll so, get to uh, uh, that story in a little bit. Uh, also, do we want to reveal the uh, the answer to the trivia question? I think we'll, uh, we'll, do, that we'll do that after. Post news. Post, post, post news. news. After we'll, the news. Yeah. After the news. You we'll know. do the news first. Okay. Then we'll announce the right answer All to right. last night's trivia question. And for those that have been participating in trivia, real quick here. Yeah. We appreciate it. And it's going to pay off for you in the future. We'll have yeah. details on that in, uh, in just Coming a few soon, minutes. Coming soon, a sparkling... Payoff for you. Mother's Day. Potentially. Yes. Mm. Why yes, did okay. we go into that Snidely voice? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> All right. <laughs> of course, Kiko News brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. All right, here's what's going on. A local lawmaker is receiving additional condemnation following her fundraising email in which she accused her critics of being groomers that sexualize children. Meanwhile, a response from one of those critics has gone viral and is now drawing national attention. On Tuesday, the chair of the Livingston County Democratic Party condemned Republican State Senator Lana Tice for using what she called rhetoric designed to encourage political violence against her opponents. Judy Daubenmeyer characterized Tice's remarks as language that accuses your political opponents of actions so vile it makes them unworthy of even existing. Daubenmeyer was referring to an email sent Monday in which Tice referred to Democratic Senator Mallory McMorrow of Royal Oak as a groomer who sexualizes children after she and two other colleagues walked out of a session last week in protest of an invocation given by Tice. A request for comment was made to Senator Tice but was not returned. Meanwhile, in a response Tuesday from the Michigan Senate da- dais, Senator McMorrow said she wondered why Tice had accused her by name of grooming and sexualizing children, saying, quote, I realized I'm the biggest threat to your hollow, hateful scheme because you can't claim you're targeting marginalized kids in the name of parental rights if another parent is standing up and saying no. She concluded with a condemnation of what she said is a deliberate attempt to stoke hate to distract from a lack of leadership. I want every child in this state to feel seen, heard, and supported, not marginalized and targeted because they are not straight, white, and Christian. We cannot let hateful people tell you otherwise to scapegoat and deflect from the fact that they are not doing anything to fix the real issues that impact people's lives. And I know that hate will only win if people like me stand by and let it happen. The video of McMorrow's response has since been shared widely. It's receiving national media attention. A day after meeting with families from Oxford Community Schools, Michigan Attorney General Dana Nessel called for the district's Board of Education to provide transparency regarding the events that led to the November 30th school shooting that left four teenagers dead and seven other people injured. Tuesday's letter followed a community conversation with district families Monday night in which Nessel said there was an overwhelming concern shared by all in attendance to learn more about what happened. Nessel also used the letter to renew her offer to perform an independent investigation of the events that transpired on the day of the shooting. 
A similar offer was rejected by district officials in December. 15-year-old Ethan Crumbly is charged with murder and other counts for carrying out the shootings, which occurred when he brought a handgun to school in his backpack. The gun was a gift from his parents, James and Jennifer Crumbly. They have pleaded uh, not guilty to charges of involuntary manslaughter, found after officials say they failed to secure the weapon or take reasonable action after their son showed obvious signs of mental distress. And Michigan State Police are marking April as Sexual Assault Awareness Month with a collection campaign to assist victims of sexual abuse. The Purses with a Purpose initiative gathers new and gently used purses and handbags filled with comfort items including toiletries, socks, snacks, candy, and other self-care items that are then donated to domestic violence shelters across the state. The Brighton State Police Post is among those taking part. Last week, about 200 purses and hygiene products were dropped off to La Casa Center in Howell. And that's what's going on. And, of course, Gigo News brought to you by Cooper and Binkley Jewelers in downtown Brighton. Mark and Barb Binkley pride themselves on offering something special for everybody and recognize customer satisfaction as the sole purpose of their business. They offer unique, exceptional, quality jewelry, value in a warm and engaging environment. And matter of fact, we've teamed up with Cooper and Binkley Jewelers to celebrate Mother's Day. Yes, starting Friday. Friday, this Friday. Our trivia winner. So, in other words, whoever... First, correctly answers our trivia question starting Friday. First with the right answer. Yeah. Will be a uh, qualifier. qualifier for a uh, lovely piece of jewelry from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers. And we're going to do a giveaway in store on Friday, May... It's the Friday before Mother's something Day. Something May... Something 6th. Yeah. Yeah. May 6th. Yeah, the 6th. The May is Mother's Day. Okay, we're good. Yeah, that's when we're doing Look it. Look at him doing the math in that head. Yeah, just, <laughs> so anyway, May 6th will be at Cooper and Bigley Jewelers. All those who qualify in trivia between starting this Friday and then May 5th. They will uh, join us at Cooper and Binkley Jewelers and have an option to uh, have an opportunity, I should say, to win uh, a lovely piece of jewelry. And we're going to have details on that coming up. Yeah. So if you're looking for something custom for mom, something uh, by Simon G. or Zagani, Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, downtown Brighton on Main Street. The place to go, you can check out their website, cooperandbinkleyjewelers.com. All right. You heard the alarm. We did? Yeah. The alarm. Yes. Let's get to well, the charity aren't, aren't, bicycles. Aren't we going to talk? Oh, well, oh. all right. That's yeah, going to have to wait. It's, they're going to have to wait. Got to wait. <laughs> all right, we're talking charity bicycles yeah. this yeah. morning. David Wolf here in Livingston County doing some great work for those in need. And uh, we got wind of the story and said, hey, we got to talk to David. Yeah. Good morning. Hi, David. It's Mike and John from Mike and John. Got it going on. How are you today? Yeah, good morning, guys. This is uh, Dave Wolf. This is Jeff right here next to him. All right. All right. Is Jeff your assistant? Is he the wrench guy or what? <laughs> well, you know what? It's interesting without cutting the interview. That's how I started. I've been on the board or, or at least a volunteer for a little over a year. And then they needed uh, help in doing accounting and other things close to my background um, as a business owner. So I don't put a wrench in my hand much anymore, but I miss it, man. Uh, <laughs> all right. So, David, you, you've uh, you've kind of come a long way over the past five years as far as uh, repairing and selling bicycles and these bicycles going to those in need. Why don't you tell us a little about your, your story? Well, I, I started out with uh, repairing bikes for Love, Inc. Uh, as a part of Love, Inc. Right. And then uh, the need was much greater. Uh, I saw a big need for uh, bikes along with Love, Inc. and, and a number of other uh, nonprofits, 
and uh, I found, discovered that the bike stores didn't want their trade-ins. They were willing to donate them to us. So, so I went to work uh, trying to process as many bikes as I could, and I and uh, distribute them. I, I saw how much, uh, how necessary they are for people for transportation. Can you imagine not having a car, or you have to walk everywhere, and you have to go. Uh, all the different places you need to go we're spread out we're not designed for walking we have uh we have a transportation uh, challenge and so um these people uh, need reliable transportation to help them get around and and that's what we do we specialize in transportation we're not oriented towards the sport sport market we're oriented to providing transportation for uh, needy people, they need to get to work. They need to get to do shopping. They go right. So these aren't like mount. This is the, you're not looking for like you know people that want to do trail biking or you know uh, get out to and you know go around Kensington and enjoy themselves and get some good exercise. This is a practical transportation uh, alternative that you're providing. Yeah, yeah, and our psychic income is is our payoff. Is when we see people get back on their feet. And we know we've really accomplished something, and, and that's a feel-good uh, uh, for us. Well, and I think if you go, if people want to go on Facebook and just uh, search out Charity Bicycles, uh, you'll get a lot of details about what you do. But you can also see pictures of, of you uh, working on the bikes, but also, uh, you know, uh, with some of these individuals, like you said, where you're providing them with the bikes. And, so they can get to work uh, exactly. or, as you said, do their, their shopping. Obviously, you're not going to do a ton of grocery shopping, but when you need to run up to the store to get uh, bread and milk or something like that, they at least have the transportation to do that. And uh, uh, a little bit safer in certain cases than, than walking or at least getting you there a little quicker. As part of our mission, <coughs> since <coughs> excuse me, uh, since there's such a high demand or such a high need, we train uh, mechanics so we can take uh, supply the what is needed out there to people. So we're for, we have some very good uh, mechanics um, that uh, like working on things. We have a number of uh, retirees. Uh, that uh, they don't do this for money. They, you know, they're strictly all of us are strictly volunteers. Yeah. Who enjoy biking and uh, helping others, and then uh, when they come, and not all of them have bike repair uh, experience, so we train them on that. We use uh, uh, Park Tools training system, and then uh, uh, it's nice seeing these people. Uh, satisfaction of, of learning how to repair bikes and also most of these folks are into biking themselves and uh, so they also make a better rider because they know how to take care of their own bike you know let me let me ask you this david with the the bikes that you've uh, gotten donated from those that were traded into say bicycle shops or somebody had an old bike laying around what's uh, what's the the best for your turning those over to somebody and getting them fixed up. What's the best style or models, I guess, would be the way to put it? Um, you know, is it, is it a road bike or, you know, obviously not a mountain bike, but uh, who knows? I, I guess any form of transportation as far as uh, bicycles go. Well, actually, the biggest demand or need seems to be mountain bikes. Really? really? Wow. They're tougher. They can go up and over curbs and riding around where they need to go. Makes sense. And it's also more of an all-weather bike. And so a, a road bike has skinny tires and, and not as much traction. 
uh, you're not as uh, reliable in, in bad weather or snow. Some of these people are riding them in, uh, all winter. And yeah. uh, so uh, the mountain bikes are yeah, I guess, you know, I wasn't really thinking of that, but yeah, with the the tires and that, because I was going to say, I have a road bike hanging in my garage that needs a little work, but... Uh, I was just going to say, for those folks who have those road bikes, <laughs> those mountain bikes that they bought with every intention, they're like, I'm going to get out there every day, and then they go out there and go, all right, let's see, it was uh, 2018 last time I got on that thing. <laughs> uh, this might be a perfect opportunity to put that to good use. Yeah. Well, you know, that's where a lot of our bikes come from with uh, individuals that had good intentions and they were going to get out and ride like you, and uh, it just never happened. And you see a lot of gym equipment that's bought and, right. and uh, donated or whatever. Uh, right. So uh, I'll, we get some very nice bikes donated, uh, brand name bike store type uh, bikes, and uh, with very little use on them. So, yeah. Uh, and we, uh, so we sell some of them because we have uh, we to uh, raise funds for our our mission because we do have overhead and we have to pay our rent and uh, we do service work to uh, to help. Uh, cover uh, our expenses also. All right, so let me ask you this, David. I, as I said, I, I have this uh, this road bike. It's a, you know one that was probably from the 80s. It's in good shape, just needs a little bit of work. If I if I brought that to you, you could fix that up, and it may be, maybe not something that you would uh, donate to somebody in need of it, but you could sell that to, to buy materials and, and parts for other bikes that you're going to fix up that would be more all-season type bikes like the mountain bikes that you're talking about. Well, yeah, we do sell some bikes, and the road bikes are nice for that because you know they're nice to ride. Right. Uh, uh, as a as more of a sporting thing. Right. And, uh, so we do sell some of those. We actually have restored a number of vintage bikes, and uh, people like something like their uh, parents rode or. Uh, or, or just us old folks that had a good old right. rally or Schwinn 10 I mean, speed back in the day. Has anyone ever brought in one of those old-timey bikes with the really big front tire? And you're like, well, now that's not going to work. <laughs> a bowler hat to go with it. Right. I'll jump in, guys. I'll tell you something that uh, we've seen more that Dave sure they can speak to is that there are a lot of people that were former bike riders that have aged and they're not able to anymore. Yeah. And, and they're switching over to e-bikes. And so, kind of in line with what you're saying, you we, you know we'll take any bike. By the way, I mean we don't care. We can part it out if it's if it's if it's not in the shape that we can fix it, uh, or clean it up enough that we can donate it, and, and if we can't sell it. But like you're seeing this trend of e-bikes, uh, that's phenomenal. And, and I should mention that uh, Charity Bikes now is is actual a repair center for Rag, which is probably kind of the New York Yankees out there of, of e-bikes. Wow. We some those and, and service those were Rad Center, so they actually send their customers to us. And that they've made up a, a, a tricycle. Get this, a tricycle grocery, a grocery getter. Yeah. Uh, that a lady needed, and you know she kind of lost the ability to, to, to get around, and uh, this got her back out, and she does her she's out there cruising on an e-bike. There's a there's a picture on the Facebook page of. <laughs> Of Dave, if you looked at two or three postings to go, Dave driving a little tricycle, big tricycle, I should say, and that was for this lady. Well, okay. I would imagine too that would be something that uh, for those that are, are a little bit older may may want a trike, if you will, um, to to do the grocery shopping and those kind of things to get around. 
a little bit safer for them. I mean, my mom's in her 80s. She's been riding a road bike for for a couple of decades, but I think we may be moving into yeah. the three-wheelers. We're looking at the video right now, and, uh, and Mike, if you want to take a look here, you can see Dave tooling around on this thing, this trike. <laughs> and, you uh, need a leather jacket, yeah. Dave. <laughs> but you're right. For, I mean, I can help myself and take a picture of that video of that Oh, one. yeah. That's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so, yeah, so a really great idea. And, and you guys have uh, an event coming up, a uh, spring bike sale on Friday, April 29th. Uh, uh, Dave, tell us about that. Well, he, he, I'm going to throw that back to me, and then Dave can fill in the blanks. And by the way, thank you guys for giving us this opportunity. Yeah, of course. And and I don't think. And Jeff, by the way, we're talking with Jeff Ray. Uh, I don't think we really introduced you at the top, Jeff. Uh, Jeff, you're 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 working with uh, uh, with Dave uh, with, as part of Charity Bicycles. Yeah, hand in hand. I mean, yeah. I was a volunteer doing uh, doing mechanic work, and then uh, now serve on his board and, and do a lot of other things. But we decided again. Part of our funding stream is we need to move these bikes, and that's a challenge that uh, that I've recognized or that we recognize. We have to find other avenues for revenue. Repair is a big part of that, and this event is our first ever. So on the 29th, uh, next Friday from eight from 10 p.m. to seven. Excuse me, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. at our location on Weber Street, 9903 Weber Street in Brighton. We will have probably about 30 tuned up, ready to go, mostly mountain bikes, but a variety of bikes for people to look at. We've priced them to go. You know, these are not high. These are some of these are really nice brands like Cannondale and Trex. Uh, Schwinn makes a nice bike. We have a lot of nice bikes out there. So someone that just wants to get a bike to, for this season, they can come on out there. We've knocked off. We'll pay the sales tax for a Friday buy to help kind of motivate the buyers. And then um, I mentioned e-bikes. So, so Charity Bikes is actually a dealer for a company called Gen Z. They make an electric bike, and we have brand-new Gen Zs. We've purchased several of those, assembled them, tuned them up. Those are out of the box, and uh, we'll be selling those as well. Wow, that's a, you know, the, I, I have seen some of the uh, the e-bikes around, never rode one, so maybe you give us a little bit of a, a description, whether it's Dave or, or you, Jeff, uh, about the riding of an e-bike, the difference is, uh, you know, is, is it an assist, is it uh, you can put your feet up and let it go, or what? Well, we have both, you, um, there's some, uh, type 2 have a throttle, you can ride it like a motorcycle, you don't have to pedal, but if you want to pedal, you can select uh, five levels of assistance. And so um, what's, uh, we've run into a number of elderly people. We have people in their 80s riding these e-bikes. Yeah. Uh, like to ride. They want to stay active. They know the importance of physical activity. Okay, but they come up to a hill and uh, have difficulties or they get out there and get worn out and then they have to get home. Well, with, with an e-bike, they can go out and enjoy the bike riding. They can get exercise uh, as much as they want, yeah, with as much assistance or no assistance as they like. And uh, it keeps them back uh, active, and they get out. And, you know, a lot of times bike riding is also a social event. They'll right, go out yeah. And ride so they can still participate. Yeah, I mean, and we talked with a gentleman last week uh, about uh, trail riding, 
and he was mentioning about uh, electric uh, e-bikes were exactly that. It, it, it's, you know, the instant thought you get in your mind is like, oh, you lazy, just sitting back and letting the bike no, do the but work. hit that but, hill and, uh, you know, but it is, that can be a great assistance. It is it. giving access to uh, people who might not otherwise uh, be able to get outdoors at all. And then you're right, they're, they're putting in whatever physical uh, exertion that they're able to do. And that is uh, still very beneficial to them as opposed to just having no ability, no access to get out and uh, and, and get about. So uh, I think we have to kind of refashion how we think of e-bikes. Um, and I think they're just they're, they're, they're It's a platform to provide access to so that everyone can get out and enjoy. That's yes, sir. Yeah. All right. So uh, I'll add to that. Dave recently, uh, Journey Bikes linked up with. Uh, a, a bed and breakfast that's opening up on the Lakeland Trail and it makes me think that they're they're going to buy several of our uh, e-bikes, our Gen Z bikes, because they're just going to rent them out for a day. Yeah, that's uh, a, that's the gentleman that we talked to last week. Yeah, and they're, they're, yeah. support that whole lake to lake right trail ride. And so those are even people that are saying because that's a fairly flat route that's saying I want to go, but I can only travel about ten miles. You give me an e-bike and I can I got to range up to maybe fifty miles. Sure, depending yeah. on how much I rely oh. on the battery. Absolutely. All right, so once again, the spring bike sales coming up Friday, April 29th. That's from 11 till 7 at Charity Bicycles on Weber Street uh, in Brighton. Uh, people can support the mission through either purchasing a bike that they see and they go, hey, I want, that looks good, I want that, or they can make a donation as well. Um, and we should point out, you guys are a 501c3 nonprofit, and uh, you are affiliated with, uh, with Love, Inc., and uh, all, the, all the great work that they do. Well, Love Inc. and a whole bunch of other... Uh, yeah, I know, Catholic Charities and uh, a few others as well. Um, yeah. For those that may, like myself, have a bike sitting around that's not getting used and want to donate it, they can just bring it over to Charity Bikes on Weber Street? Absolutely. Okay. Yes, All right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, please do. Please okay. do. Right. Hey, it is on Saturday, guys, or they uh, anytime during our normal business hours, ten to five, Monday through Friday. Right. We get them all the time. Right. Especially this time of year, people are just dropping them off. It's spring cleaning season. You know, you're cleaning out that garage, and there's that bike that's been sitting there doing nothing. This is a chance to to put it to good use, uh, and and get it into the right hands. Or if you just need it worked on or tuned up, right? You guys do that as well. And uh, you know, say I don't want to donate it, but I want to. Get get back out and riding and I say hey I need some new new gears on this thing or new uh, brake pads or I just want it tuned up for the season you guys do that and the money of course goes to the mission correct correct awesome yeah. All right, so online it's charitybicycles.com, uh, or you can just go to Facebook and, and search out Charity Bicycles and find the details there. And again, uh, the spring bike sale Friday, April 29th from 11 till 7 on Weber Street in Brighton. That's it. All, all right, right. Dave so, and Jeff, hey, yeah. thanks so much for joining us this morning. Good luck with the season and uh, with all the bikes and the big sale on the 29th. Oh, thank you. God bless you. All thank, right. you all right. thank you both. Hopefully, if you got time, come out and see it. We'd love to be able to say hi to you. Sounds good. Thanks much. Bless you guys. All right, thank you. All right, it's uh, our community spotlight this yes. time around with uh, Charity yeah, Bikes. That's pretty some, cool. Some pretty cool stuff for, like that idea. for this season. Um, uh, yeah, so uh, again, uh, April 29th for the Charity Bike Sale. Okay, and we're brought to you by Firehouse Doors in Livingston County, serving residents for the past 24 years, Mike Witt and family. A family-owned business striving to treat each customer just like family, and they have right here at Mike and John got it going on. They've treated us like family. They've taken care of John's garage door needs, and... 
Don't we have to do a drawing? Today? We do have to we do, do have a drawing to do. Right. Oh my gosh, they're calling back. Is this them? Okay, it is them. Right. Let's yeah. let's see. <laughs> okay, let's see what's happening here. This is the live podcast, okay. so this yeah, yeah, this yeah. kind of stuff yeah, can yeah, happen yeah. here. Okay, hello, well, hello. Um, all right, hold, yeah. hold, hold on, on hold second. on, Jeff. Well, do what did I do? I don't even know. Do you know how to use your phone? Get us back to that. Let me show you how to use your phone. I never use a speaker except for when we're here. All right, there we go. All right, there we go. All right, Jeff. There are two old guys with a phone that I don't know how to work. One of them does. <laughs> anyway, yes, Jeff, go on. I can you share that with anybody? Okay. Uh, well, it's been shared yeah. with everybody now. All right, all right Jeff. So, so yeah. What's up? So, yeah. When when will the uh, when will the interview run, guys? <laughs> okay. Well, it's it's running right now, and um, <laughs> so. <laughs> We were live right there. Yeah, we're we're recording. Sorry. No, we're yeah. recording now. It'll yeah. uh, it'll air in about yeah. an hour. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just uh, we try to get the podcast posted uh, by nine o'clock at the latest each morning. So just uh, search out the Facebook. And when you watch the podcast later this morning, you're going to hear you're going to hear this phone call as part of it. <laughs> Holy moly! Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad that's what you said, not that's something it, else. That's <laughs> All right, so uh, so just keep looking for the Facebook page, and yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be up by eight thirty nine o'clock. Sounds good. All right, thanks. Bye. Really, all of us are really really grateful for this. Oh no, and of course we're happy to do it. It's a, it's a great uh, it's a great cause. Yeah, right. I'll pass the same on to uh, to Bridget over there to at uh, W four. Okay, all right, sounds good. All right, thanks. All right, bye, you guys. <laughs> it's time to do our drawing. Yeah, let's now. do the drawing. I think I think Jeff was uh, just trying to get a little bit. more Well, you just wanted more information, uh, you yeah, know. But time. you know what, Jeff brings up a good point. So a lot of people do ask about the show. We record usually. We start around six thirty, six forty-five ish in the morning. We try to wrap it up by seven thirty, seven forty-five ish, and then we do a little post-production work. I mean, I do all the post-production. John does all we, the work. I and sit here. And then everybody's like, "Can I just go?" I'm like, "Come and, on." Uh, and then we get it uh, posted. Usually, try to get it up there by about. 8.30 and have everything up and running by before 9, p- uh, 9 a.m. That's always or the goal. Or 9 p.m. Or 9 p.m. I, I can if, hit the 9 p.m. You know goal pretty good. If, That's not a problem. But I try to get it up as early as possible. I mean, the show. Uh, you know, sometimes it gets later, up really quick. Later in the day, and, and then really it, goes, it goes away really quick. That's why I have coffee. All right. Anyway, so try to get the show posted before 9 a.m. And uh, it's available, of course, on our Facebook page. Forever. Which you can, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> and you can go to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com. And, of course, that has all the links to our YouTube. Season 1 is still available. If you wanna, I mean, we have folks that listen to us uh, exclusively on iTunes or on Spotify. YouTube. Uh, you know, uh, we've got our YouTube video. Your mama's 8-track. But you can always go through. Uh, you can go to the Facebook page and get the links there each day. Or you can go to MikeAndJohnPodcast.com and find the information there. Now. As you mentioned, yeah. Mike, Firehouse Doors, each week we do a drawing and we give away a free preventative maintenance inspection, a 12-point inspection of up to two garage doors and openers. That winner will not only get the free 12-point inspection, and uh, Mike Witt from Firehouse Doors, who comes out and does this, this is not a hard sell job. It is an honest evaluation of your garage door needs. And if Mike comes out there and says, hey, your garage door is in great shape, you're fine, guess what? That's the end of that. And you know you've got a pretty good quality garage door. Or you might say, hey, for some maintenance, maybe you want to do this. You know, a couple of the winners who have won the maintenance package have remarked on that very thing. They thought, well, I thought I was going to come out and get a sell job. And instead, they got an honest assessment of their garage door. And they were like, wow, and that was it. I didn't get the sales job, and I love it. So this is an honest evaluation of your garage door uh, needs uh, and uh 
And if there is in the future point that you need some sort of garage door maintenance uh, or replacement, each of our weekly winners gets 10% off on all future garage door needs for life. Let me re-emphasize that. All future garage door needs for life. A 10%. And as we pointed out, you know, we want uh, maybe if we can have Mike and Kim to print up a, a, a special card where you can like just be a five like, timers yeah, you, you can be like, you know, uh, yeah, hello there. I'm uh, with the 10 percenters club. Um, 10 percenter club. Hi, Firehouse Doors 10 percenter. Yeah. Uh, you know, you, who knows? You, you might get you free parking somewhere. I'm going to say, yeah, that could even get you backstage. You can be yeah. Little Caesars Arena or something like that. You know, uh, hi, 10 percenter. Let me and in. You never know. We just may do backstage passes here on the Mike and John <laughs> right. Got It Going On show. Right. Back there by the sun. <laughs> That's right. Backstage, backstage passes. That's where you have the after party. Hey, while you're back there. <laughs> All right. So let's. Uh, Are you done? No. I'm done. Wow. That's a selling job right yeah, there, is. fella. Gary Shulkins. Right. Gary Shulkins, congratulations. You're Absolutely. the winner of our gift certificate for that free inspection and 10% off for all future garage door needs for life. All right. So Firehouse con- congratulations to Gary. Uh, we'll be reaching out to you with details all right. on that as well. Now, now get to the trivia question because I know folks have been saying, hey, what's the answer to last <laughs> night's TNT question? All right. And that the was TNT the is Tuesday, Tuesday night, night trivia. trivia. Researchers found men who do this at work appear appear Here. to be more important. Oh my gosh, they re- people, come on. Okay. No, I, well, you've got your okay. yeah. Anyway, people. Researchers found that uh, you know, you can turn that off. You can yeah, turn that can. to you can turn that to I'll silent. Forget, then know. I'll forget to turn it back on. We wouldn't have heard Jeff call back if okay. I did that. Okay. <laughs> Jeez, you know, All right. you control your phone. I'll well, my phone's my... doing the recording over here. Well, see, yours is busy right now. <laughs> So researchers found men who do this at work appear to be more important than they really are. What is it? We got some interesting. Yes, yeah, so let's go through some of the great answers, answers here. Well, I, walk around fast with a clipboard. <laughs> All right, the answer is walk around fast. Is it really? The answer is oh. walk fast. You don't need a clipboard, but you yeah. know what? That would add importance. So, uh, all right, interesting. That was from Laura, <laughs> who uh, kind of looks like right off the bat maybe nailed it. Uh, no, she answered. It was in the middle last time. Oh, okay. It was not the first time. Oh, oh I see. Okay. You have to how, uh, brag about how good they are. I <laughs> like this one. Urinate on the fake office plants to mark their territory. All right, who said that? <laughs> okay, Andrew. <laughs> Andrew? <laughs> Do their business in the executive bathroom. Well, who doesn't? Uh, better, better than at their desk. <laughs> yeah. Oh, talk, you mean business business. Talk loudly right over other people. Yeah. Uh, wear a Bluetooth earpiece. I, you know, uh, yeah, that does. I think they think they're more important. That's for sure. When they have the earpiece yeah, in. I think it's yeah. just annoying. Um, this is, speaking of annoying, somebody said, look annoyed. It's the George Costanza technique, and it totally works. <laughs> so <laughs> I think that got me fired once. <laughs> <laughs> or asked to leave. Uh, use the phrase, yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. <laughs> Referencing uh, office space, of course. Good stuff. Uh, brag about buying a boat, wear a tie, stand while on the phone, come, yeah, could... come in early and stay late. <laughs> okay. No, that doesn't make you appear important. That makes you appear to be a brown noser. Uh, Scott said, go out to lunch. <laughs> I'm important. I'm I gotta, going out to lunch. I gotta get out to lunch. Uh, I'm sitting All in right. my car eating out of a brown bag. <laughs> uh, the answer again. It was walk fast. Yeah, walk, fast. walk fast. So whether you carry a clipboard or not, is that's yeah. that just adds a little bit more importance, right. or you think you're more important. All right. So thanks to everyone who uh, took part in that. And again, starting Friday, our our trivia winner will the have first. give you an opportunity to win a wonderful. A uh, piece of jewelry from Cooper and Binkley Jewelers, and we'll have more details on that coming up. All right, a couple of other notes since we're talking trivia stuff. Right. A new survey found that both sexes, both men and women, find those who wear uniforms more attractive. 
We need uniforms. We need unis. What would what would the Mike and John uniform be? That's a good question. You know, what would it be? I don't know. What should it be? I don't know. I mean, know. it'd be a t-shirt. That's, <laughs> well, that's of course, the first that's thing. Our, so I'm, that's I'm, our, I'm, I'm out of uniform with a collar. Whatever. Wearing a collar like yeah. is important. Yeah. Well. Uh, according to a survey I from... I had my clipboard right over here. Uh, <laughs> well, I was wondering where the clipboard I'm certainly was. not going to walk around fast. Hold on a second. Yeah, okay. I feel more important. <laughs> there you go. Good job. Now walk there around fast, son. Okay. <laughs> I'm back. It's <laughs> like the flash. <laughs> According to a survey from a travel insurance company called Love It, Cover It. That's a great insurance. You, you love it, you cover it. Kind of sounds fly by nightish, but go on. Scotsmen's are the uh, Scotsmen are the world's best lovers. Really? Yeah, Scotsmen. If it's not Scottish, it's crap. Because yeah, they wear the skirts and they're yeah. ready to go. <laughs> or the kilts. Sorry, yeah, well, the kilts. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's not a skirt. All right. Um, we have Uncle Bill joining us yeah, in just a just few minutes, minutes for uh, School of Fools. Want to thank Murphy's Family Auto, of course, another supporter here of Mike and John. Got it going on. Uh, you can call them for appointment to get your car's uh, spring, uh, uh, to your summer travel needs taken care of here in the spring. 517-552-3040. If you tell them Mike and John sent you, you get 5% off your bill. Murphy's Family Auto, your car knows. Murphy'sFamilyAuto.com. One of the supporters here on Mike and John got it going on, as is McKnightLights.com. Mother's Day is approaching rapidly. Getting here soon. All right, so give your mom a special one-of-a-kind gift. McNightLights.com offers 3D-printed nightlights with any photo. Turn your old family photos into wonderful gifts, a great new way to bring old photos back to life. Each nightlight comes with a base and bulb. They're 20 bucks each or $15 each if you buy more than one. That's McNightLights.com, and you can place your order today. You can even get an Uncle Bill School of the Fools nightlight you if you could. want. You just need yeah. a picture of Uncle Bill. <laughs> you know, I've I've got a couple yeah. from his college days. That oh. would be great nightlights. Oh boy, <laughs> that would be. Uh... Nightlights are supposed to provide comfort. Right. Yeah. Well, it'd be like, oh, look, Uncle Bill lit up. <laughs> oh, and, and the nightlight. And the nightlight, too. <laughs> good morning, Uncle Bill. Good morning, Mike right. and John. Yes. Two of you. We're doing good. You know, today's 420 day. It is. I had a feeling it might be our topic today. Nope. Nope. Oh. Okay. Just, uh, just it was an. See, inkling. that's why we like you, Uncle Bill. You, you don't go for the obvious. You zag when we zig. Today's topic is tequila. Oh, tequila. The other <laughs> substance. <laughs> the other substance that makes you go, what happened last night? <laughs> what did I do? I don't remember. Exactly. Are we allowed to talk about tequila? We are. We did. <laughs> Never mind. Sammy! Let's, let's get to today's, uh, okay. today's School of Fools. All right. You guys ready? Sure. I mean, yes. All right. Uh, true or false, te- tequila comes from the Aztec word tequilen, oh, which means place of peace. Ah. Huh. Is that true or false? Hmm. I'm going to say that's false. Yeah, because it sounds too true to be yeah, true, so I'm going false. false as well. All right. Well, you guys stiffed that up. Oh. Yeah. Right. It actually means uh, place of worship, 
or place of work. They right. Can't play <laughs> work and worship. Right. Yes. Well, oh. you know, I'm worshiping the ceramic throne. <laughs> that works the tequila. Sometimes, that sometimes I work here, <laughs> and other times I'm worshiping here. <laughs> All right. Uh, next question. Yes. How long does it take for the blue agave, A G A V E, plant to mature? This is where tequila comes from. Is it uh, three to four years? Is it four to six years? Is it six to nine years? Or is it eight to 12 years? Hmm. So how long does it take for the blue agave plant to fully mature? Hmm. Not as long as us. I'm going to say six to eight years. All right. Eight to ten years. Uh, well, we, okay. Or eight to twelve. Eight to twelve. John goes six to eight. Yeah. Mike goes eight to twelve. Right. Mike, you are correct. Oh. Eight to twelve years, actually. And it grows to about seven feet. So it is quite tall. Wow. All right. Is it blue? Uh, no. No, of course not. Why would it be no. blue? Because it's called blue. It's God, why would it be blue? <laughs> of course not. It's, it's green. All right. Usually, yeah. What are you going to say? So, all right. Hey, what is a COA? C-O-A. Is it used to cut? Is it used to press? Is it used to filter? Or is it used to store? Hmm. I'm only familiar with the C-Y-A. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And and he doesn't do that well. No, not really. Uh, Now, that goes on at corporate. (laughs) Right, right, right. (laughs) So, what do you got? So, yeah, give us us the... uh, you got cut. What else? Yeah. This is this is a coa c o a. What is a coa? Is it used to cut, used to press, used to filter, or used to store? Hmm. What is a coa used for when it comes to tequila? Tequila. Well, you're leading. All right, I'm going to go cut because it stands for cut off agave. <laughs> oh, uh, look at uh, you right. making things up off the top of your head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it fits. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say filter. All right. Uh, Mike, uh, you've been studying tequila. Yeah, you, know? you have. <laughs> I've been guessing. Yeah, like you have. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's used to cut. It's, a, you know, uh. it's amazing because they. it's not really these leaves that, that grow out of this. It's the heart of it mm. is where they get the, the actual stuff for the tequila from. Hmm. But, okay. yeah, the koa is like a, and you have to, it takes a while to learn how to do that. It's kind of like Mr. Miyagi. Yes, kind of. So <laughs> sure. You okay. Don't have to yourself. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah. You know, right. That's, right. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's that's important uh, that you don't have yourself with your machine. No, don't do All that. Right. No. Oh, it's a big knife. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I thought it was a little snippers. No, no, no. It's a, <laughs> All right, so the Dewey Cox, the Dewey Cox uh, fan club will understand exactly what that is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right, so uh, Mike has officially uh, won. Yes. At this point, it's kind of a walk off right but, now. Uh, okay, but he's got them all right. Yeah. I know. So, so my job here is to go four for four. Right. This oh. is my my job is to be the spoiler and prevent the sweep. All right. All right. All right. You gonna you gonna try to throw him off the set? Yes. Yes. We'll see what happens. Let's go. Bring it. All right. The champs hit song Tequila. Yes. Was a B side. What was the A side? Hmm. And these are all. 
champ songs. Okay, by the way. Right. so yeah. no fake songs. Yeah, no right. fake champs. <laughs> so is it the Little Matador, Train to Nowhere, Turnpike, or the Toast? You're leading. So what was the A side? Yeah. To, to the tequila. B side, which was tequila. Hmm. I'm so gonna go. Matador, Train to Nowhere, Turnpike, or the Toast. I'm I'm hemming and hawing between two for the sweep yeah, here. Yeah, okay. What you have Pressure's on, on. there, Mike. Yeah. Pressure's I'm, on. I'm going to go the toast. Okay. All right. What was your other choice? <laughs> uh, pipeline or whatever that was. Pipeline? Turnpike. Turnpike. <laughs> turnpike. <laughs> All right. You listen so carefully. Yeah. Pipeline, turnpike, <laughs> sewer pipe. <laughs> ah, whatever. It's 420, pipe, whatever. <laughs> okay. I, I, your pipe and smoke <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Roll that up in your turnpike, fella. Um, I'm going to say turnpike. John. You're going turnpike. I'm going to take turnpike. He's taking. Turnpike. I feel like I Born feel like Pennsylvania. this is a little karma that I'm going to steal the answer he gave up, and that's going to be the uh, right answer. Ooh. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you the answer because it describes my career. The Matador. Trained nowhere. Trained oh. <laughs> 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 Uh, well, you missed out on the sweet. Missed it by that much. Oh, uh, that's okay. Yeah, it was, uh, the tequila was an afterthought. Uh, <laughs> Usually <it> is. <laughs> so, Shouldn't have done that. Uh, yeah. You know, and I think I can date the last time that Mike had tequila. <laughs> it was wow. 1995. <laughs> yeah, at the pretty. Palace of Auburn Hills. <laughs> <laughs> You may be right on Just that. a guess. Just a guess. <laughs> oh, that's a fun story. We, we don't want to really. No, no, we won't. We won't really. All right. <laughs> Always a lot of fun, Uncle Bill. Bottoms up, well, buddy. <laughs> not, not a problem. And uh, I'll see you guys next Wednesday. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. All right. All right. Thanks, Take Uncle care. Bill. All right. Uh, <laughs> oh, uh, the memories. Tequila on 420. Yeah. How about that? Speaking of 420, yes. uh, if you need help with aches and pains and anxiety, <laughs> or just help in general, uh, the Greenhouse in Wald Lake, it's the one-stop shop for all your quality, safe, legal, and effective cannabis needs. In fact, if you go online to greenhousemi.com, you can make arrangements for delivery to the Brighton area. The Greenhouse is 100% locally owned and operated. Owner Jerry Millen has been involved in Michigan's cannabis community for over 15 years. Now, somebody pointed out to me yesterday, they said, you know... Cannabis has only been legal in Michigan for less than 15 years because medical marijuana was approved in 2008. So well, he was doing research. <laughs> so studying, they were like, you know, "What was Jerry doing prior to the legalization?" I said, hey, you "You'll know, have to just, talk to Jerry about you, that, or ask his bud tenders right. at the greenhouse." Because he's been a grower, a caregiver, and an advocate who's hoping to bring his services directly to Brighton, where he wants to open up a center. And for those who have sleep issues, call or stop into the greenhouse. Talk to one of their bud tenders about sleep gummies. They have a wide variety of flavors and dosages. Uh, they can work with you to develop an uh, individualized regimen and. And, uh, you know, uh, the greenhouse at the corner of Wald Lake and Pontiac Trail, they serve everyone from soccer moms to seniors, and they want to serve you. Call them today, 833-644-7336, or go online, greenhousemi.com. All right. Before we wrap things up, today's yeah. two-cent history lesson on this April 20th, 420 day. It's also National Lookalike Day. Do you have a lookalike? I do. My, my kids have identified a lookalike. All right. It's uh, it's General Ambrose Burnside from the Civil War. Here, ah, right there, right that guy. 
You do kind of look yeah, like what now, it, that it's, I, yeah. now that I see That's, that. So my kids have identified that as like, oh, Dad, you look like that guy. We were at a museum once, and then we stayed like, Dad, that's you! I'm like, eh, yeah, okay, shut up. Well, the mustache is a little different. Yeah. Well, he's and got, when the, you get rid he's of got that, the burned yeah. sides, but the, it's, uh, yeah. When you, you get know. rid of the mustache for our Walk for Warmth challenge. We're almost there. You won't look like him No, anymore. I won't. That's true. Uh, National uh, Cheddar Cheese Fries Day. Cheddar Fries Day. Hmm. It's Pineapple Upside Down Cake Day. Upside down, right side up. Doesn't matter. You can have your pineapple, pineapple upside down cake. And it's uh, Lima Bean Respect Day. Have a little respect for the Lima Bean, will you? No. You know, not a big lime. I eat. A, I know you're more pickier than I am, and I'll, you know, like I'll. But Brussels sprouts are good if they're made right. I'll even eat peas. I know you're not a pea fan, but uh, lima beans? No, that's no. That's no a no. That's a no fan. for me. Right. That's a no for me, bro. I got it. Yeah. 1837 on this day, Erastus B. Bigelow. What now? It's just fun to say, Erastus B. Bigelow. All right. What he was he... granted a patent for the power loom. Oh, the old power loom. The old power. The loom. old power loom. <laughs> it's no more. Manly man work right. loom. It's the power loom. The power loom. Power loom. Man, more power to the loom. Yeah. Yes. Safety matches were advertised for the first time in this state in 1865. Mm. Is that the blue strike? I guess. Yeah, blue strike. I, yeah. I don't know. I mean, how could they be? How can matches be safety matches? I, I don't know. 1961. FM stereo broadcasting was approved by the FCC. Right. Although FM radio, as a technology, had been invented in 1940, no one knew what to do with it. So it sat around for 20 years. What are you going to do with this thing? Yeah. And then as soon as they, approved, songs, they, started make, they started making receivers to pick up FM, and people were like, hey, this just sounds a lot better. This sounds like two hippies in a basement <laughs> playing music. <laughs> now, 60 years later, they're like, oh, God, what have we done? Uh, <laughs> 1964, the first jar of Nutella. Left the factory in Elba. Mm. You'll probably find it on a shop in Walmart somewhere. Oh, yeah. It became an instant success in Europe and beyond. People like Nutella. Nutella. Not yeah. a fan? Uh, I don't eat Nutella. Yeah. Okay. And uh, 1979, a swamp rabbit yeah. attacked President Jimmy Carter while he was fishing in Plains, Georgia. Nobody believed him No. when he returned to work to talk about the swamp yeah. rabbit. However, a White House photographer released the photo of the incident later on. Wow. Was it doctored? Was it a real swamp rabbit? I, I don't know. And finally. Or did he have too many Billy beers? <laughs> or tequila? It was his brother Billy. <laughs> he, he, fe- he fell out of the boat. <laughs> he fell out of the boat. Kind of looked like a it's swamp rah! rabbit. <laughs> oh my God, it's a swamp rabbit! <laughs> and uh, 1989, a scientist announced the successful test of high definition mm. television, TV. In high def. You know, now what do we add? HD. Oh, God, HD, whatever. It's ridiculous. Some of the numbers are 43.2890 Elemental P. uh, 5G TV HG double X. (laughs) (laughs) Two old men try to pretend they know what they're talking about. Yeah, we have no idea. That's the name of this. That's obvious. And that's your two cent history lesson for today. Coming up tomorrow, the less you know. uh, Yes, with uh, Rich Pearlberg. We'll uh, be chatting with the. Him about things we know less of. That dude. And uh, <laughs> I want to thank our friends at Fairchild about <laughs> We'll find out if Rich likes Milky Way or Snickers better. Yeah. Or if he likes to be called things. that dude. <laughs> that dude, Rich. Hey, hey. We'll change it unless hey, you know dude. that dude, Rich. What's up? Hey, if you're looking for a firm to cover your taxes, 
Fairchild, LaBelle, and Rice. Yeah, I got to get my. CPAs. I got to get going on my taxes. <laughs> I really got to get those going. Well, now's the time. For, you know what? They're probably taking today off because it's been such a long year. Right. But their firm, large enough to offer full range professional services, small enough to give you the individual attention you deserve. Fairchild, LaBelle, and Rice. Call them today, 517-321-5990. All right. Or online, flrcpas.com. All right. Anything else we've got today? No, Any business good. to attend to? What? The band's ready to go? Yeah. All right. All right. I'm a little worn out. I think it was that fast walk with the clipboard. <laughs> oh, I could see, yeah. <laughs> I was worn out watching you. <laughs> you know, I was I was moving a little slow. I can move faster than that. I'm sure you can. When somebody's coming at you. Watch this. Oh, well. See ya. All right, it's about time. Now let's focus on the important stuff. Me. Hey, I forgot something. Oh crap! I forgot something. All right, fine. Sure about the guy from Grand uh, from Battle Creek who has got a Guinness record for having the largest tongue. <laughs> yeah, okay. big tongue. Big tongue, they call him. Big tongue. Measured four point eight inches around. That's a big tongue. Oh, God. (laughs) Now we're done. Stop it. Just stop.